Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 74 of the Aligned Leader Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the second component of the three components of sales. Last week, we talked about belief, and today we're going to be talking about connection. And next week, we'll be talking about communication. And, you know, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, everything that we do is selling. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, Everything that we do is selling. And I talked about this a little bit last week about how that dynamic even comes up in our family. And selling can sometimes have this bad rap, Um, almost like we think of like a used car salesman. We think about this person who is trying to convince us they're being salesy, they're bugging us, they're calling us all the time. They are coming from a place of like, Sometimes there's dishonesty, like almost think of this like dishonest person who just wants to make money and they're money hungry and greedy and all this, all these thoughts, all these icky thoughts. And maybe you don't have those thoughts, but it's pretty common with people that I work with is their fear is being looked at like a salesperson. And what you find is if you are a really great salesperson People love to buy and they hate to be sold to. And you can create the most luxurious buying environment that will feel completely positive. And I think all of us have had a time that we've experienced that. So whether you have gone to buy a car and had a really great experience where the person was taking really great care of you, was really listening, was helping you to find exactly what you need. Maybe they helped you get a deal. Maybe they really were patient and took a lot of time to be with you and and really hear you out on what you were looking for. And they went above and beyond, right? A sales experience can be fantastic. It can be a source of a relationship building um, experience. So, you know, in in Mary Kay, I actually would have sales appointments where, you know, I just had a Zoom yesterday with someone that I had met at a sales appointment right before COVID. So this was like four years ago. And I had met her at that sales appointment. And she was talking, she's like, I'm so grateful that we're still in each other's lives because, um, you know, she's looking to, to become a coach and she wanted to kind of connect on that and Talk to me a little bit more about it. And, um, you know, that came from a sales appointment. And now we have a friendship and a relationship. And she's like, when you're in my area, like, let's hang out, like all of that. And I think that that is the result of a really great sales experience for someone. Um, And she doesn't look at me and didn't look at me back then as trying to sell. And I remember her and her family members, they bought, they bought product, um, And it felt so fun and there was so much connection and we got to know each other on such a deep level and I was selling skincare and cosmetics. So I think sometimes people are so focused on the process and all the information that they need to transfer, right? Like I need to know all the facts about my products. I need to tell 
people all the details of my business opportunity or my coaching offer. Like I need to be very specific how many calls they get, how much it is, all the like facts and figures. And really, you can say all the wrong things. (laughs) But if you connect, if you connect, you will still sell. And, you know, I talk a lot about, you know, the process not being important. You know, as you are in your business, of course you're going to want to improve your process. Of course you're going to want to, over time, you know, hone your skills. But if that is your main focus, you're missing out on the connection. 80% of your appointments are going, the results are going to be coming from connection and really having a conversation and building that relationship and that rapport with those people. And then 20% of it might be the order of what you do or, you know, the the benefits that you talk about, about your products, right? Like the outcomes that the people are going to receive. Like it's important to have some preparation with that, but it's not everything. You know, I and I know this for a fact because I every business I've ever had, I've had appointments where I was not prepared. I did not have my skills mastered. I didn't know what to say. And all I focused on was just building a relationship and finding a need and filling it. And boom, like the sale just would happen organically, right? And when you really master connecting with people, you are not going to have to close them, right? You're still going to have like your normal questions that you're going to ask people that are technically closing the sale, but it's not going to be this like, like they're going to be asking you. They're going to be asking you, okay, so how does this work? So how do I buy this? How much is this? Like that is when you know that you've had a great sales appointment, people start asking questions and seeking out your offer even before you've offered it. That's when you know. And so when we're talking about connection, I kind of want to talk about some key ways to connect with people. Number one is you really want to listen more than you talk. I can't tell you how many times I would be in a sales appointment in my past business and I would feel like I have to make sure every element happened in the appointment and I had to get every fact out and I would prioritize talking and getting the information out over connecting and that really impacted my sales. It felt like a sales presentation and people didn't feel like they were connecting. Everything changed for me in my business when I let it go. I let it go and I was just a human and I went into my appointments completely focusing on tell me more about you. Tell me what you do for fun. Tell me what keeps you busy during the week. You know, um, tell me what brings you joy Tell me a time in your life that you, you know, are most proud of. And and really, like, these are just some sample questions, but just expanding, being interested, not interesting. That was the shift. That was the pivot. And really, if you want to be great at selling, be great at asking questions. And the more you practice, the easier it'll be. But if you ever feel like you're not connecting with someone, a, a superpower that you can just pull out of your pocket is just asking a question and, and a, not a yes or no, like an open-ended question. Like, you know, if you have a product that you are letting them try, you know, how's your skin feeling right now? And people just love to be seen and heard. That is what creates connection. And I promise you, 
in the selling environment, if you can master really focusing on listening and being really interested and invested in building a relationship with the person, it will be just so organic. You'll have people wanting to come back time and time again. And the the difference is what's your focus? What is your focus? If you want to connect with people, then your focus is going to need to be on, okay, my goal today is to build a relationship and then find out if my product's a good fit for them. And if it is, I'm gonna offer and invite them to try it or use it or buy it. That's it, that's it. But there's a difference between that and I better make sure I ask the right questions so I get the sale or I get the team member or I get the client. And there's just a difference in energy and feeling that people experience from that. Okay, so number one is just being a great listener. If that's all you leave with today, that's a game changer. So catch yourself. Pay attention in your next sales appointment. Like, are you trying to explain, over-explain your product or offer? Like, if you have, if you find yourself feeling like you're going on and on or you're watching the body language of somebody else and their eyes are kind of glazing over or whatever, just let it go. Let whatever you're talking about go. Just, just stop it in that moment, release it, and go, How can I make this about her right now? Because that's what it's really about. If you want to be great at sales, and I bet most of you already are, but if you want to be really excellent at sales, then you have to really master the art of making it about the other person. Because that's what it really is about. When I'm on a consult, I am not trying to convince someone to work with me, ever. I'm never trying to convince them to work with me. I am specifically finding out what they want and where they are currently. And I'm finding that gap for them of like, oh, okay, this is the thing that's holding them back. And then I'm offering that to them and saying, okay, this is the thing that's holding you back. And if I can help them with that thing, I let them know. And this is how I would help you. This is how I would help you move through that and master that and release that. And I walk them through step-by-step how I can help them. And then it's really organic for them to be like, okay, well, how do I get started? So I'm never focused on I need to convince her or I want her to do this or I really hope, I really hope like she does this. I, I actually don't believe in selling from excitement. A lot of people will sell from excitement. I believe in, um, you know, if someone's excited then what's going to happen is that excitement's going to burn out later. What I want is I want someone to have high belief and commitment. That's what I want. I want both of us to feel really solid by the end of the call. Solid in their yes and solid in their no. If they are a no, that is totally okay. If I am a no with them, like if I don't think that they're a good fit for my program, like I just want both of us to feel really solid by the end of the call. And there's no right or wrong. It, it doesn't mean anything's gone wrong if they're a no. It just means that it wasn't the right fit. And I have that peace about it. You know, I see a lot of people, you know, that I work with and even people I don't work with is that they feel like, oh, I must have done something wrong if she was a no. No, she could just be a no because she just is. <laughs> What if it's just not what she wants or if it's not a great fit for her and nothing has gone wrong? Like, what if that's the case? And I think that there's such a release and a confidence that happens with that when we just show up to the appointment fully in service for that person of like, 
you know, I don't know if she's going to buy or not. Do I believe she'll buy? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't she? I have such high belief in what I'm offering. Why wouldn't she? But at the same time, I'm not showing up trying to convince her of that. I just know that what I'm offering is amazing and powerful. And if she wants to choose it, great. And if not, then it just isn't the right fit. And that's totally cool with me. Okay, so listening was the first one. The second one is really seeking to understand. So it kind of goes along with the idea of listening, but seeking to understand means that there's so many times that we are projecting our own thoughts on other people instead of really seeking to understand what they mean. When we receive objections, many times we just assume, oh, she said it's the money, so it's the money. But usually the real objection is two to three questions deep. And underneath the two to three objections is the real one. And so when we're really seeking to understand and not assuming and just really staying in that curiosity and staying out of judgment, that is going to cause connection. Even if, even if our product is not the perfect fit for her, Just the trust alone that you will build by seeking to understand someone, them feeling understood is one of the deepest forms of connection that you can create with your client or your buyer or your customer, all of that. So if you want to do that, you know, I talk about it earlier in a a podcast episode. I think it's something about connection. So if you search, you'll you'll find it. Um, where I talk about intrinsic validation. And basically, you know, asking questions that show understanding, right? So when someone says, you know, that they, you know, kind of feel like they, you know, they don't love their skin. Maybe they feel like they their acne, they're kind of embarrassed of their acne. And, you know, you could ask them a question to show that you understand if you've experienced acne, you pull words that show you're empathizing with them and you say, like you step into their world and you think, okay, how is she thinking and feeling right now? Okay, so she's said she's feeling embarrassed. So if you're feeling embarrassed about your skin, like I've been there before and when I felt that way, I, you know, would like felt like I had to start wearing makeup and, you know, cover it up. So like this is all thoughts that are happening in my head, right? So then you could ask her this question. Well, do you do you find that you like don't typically like to leave the house without wearing makeup? Or do you find that you feel like you've tried everything and it feels really frustrating? And then you're going to watch her face go, yes, I have tried so many things and it just feels like nothing works. And then you could say, oh, well, have you found that most acne treatments like really are drying out your skin? And she's going to be like, yes, it's like hard because if it makes my acne less, it still makes my skin dry. And so I I haven't found anything that's like going to work for me. So then she's going to trust you. So you notice that as I was having those internal thoughts, I was like, well, when I had acne, I would feel embarrassed, you know, to to not wear makeup. Like when I was thinking about all of that, normally what everybody does, (laughs) this is what most people do. They say those thoughts out loud. Instead of pulling from their empathy and pulling from their understanding that they know how the person feels, they literally tell the person, they literally tell the person, 
I know exactly how you feel. I had acne too. And when I had acne, I felt embarrassedly that all of that. And we think that's creating connection. All you're doing is turning the focus from them to you. And give yourself some grace if you've found yourself in the past doing that. But what I want to offer is that that does not create connection. You're being interesting instead of being interested. So sure, you might keep their attention and you might hit on some things that they connect to and relate to, but it's not the fastest way to build complete understanding and connection. So really focus on asking questions that are seeking to step into their world, using words that you know would empathize with how they're feeling. And if you're a little bit off, like if the person's like, well, I don't really feel that way, you can you can pull from other feelings and other words that you've experienced and ask more questions, more questions, more open-ended questions. And just the fact that you're asking the questions and willing to listen, you don't have to get it right. You don't have to get it perfectly. They're going to just feel so heard and seen. It doesn't matter. So that is the, the next piece. And then the third piece is really like service, right? Are you if you want to connect with people, they really need to trust you and they will trust you when you are proving to them that you're here for their best good. Like when I tell somebody on a consult, like it's totally okay. Like if if you and I are not a great fit, that's totally okay. But we're going to find out today. When I release that person There is like a trust that happens there that, oh, like she doesn't just work with everybody. She really does want to make sure that she can help me. That creates trust. And so that is like people will not buy from somebody they don't trust. It's really, really uncommon. Like the only way somebody's going to buy from somebody that they don't trust is if that's the only place that sells that item or that's the only salesperson that sells that item or that salesperson's the only one that has access to that car or whatever. The trust is, is huge and so important and people will not trust if they feel like Like subconsciously, they will have red flags if they feel like you're trying to convince them. But when you're completely focused on no matter if I lose in this conversation, no matter if I, quote, lose the sale, if it's what's best for her, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to serve. I'm here to give value. I am here to make her have a great time. I am here to build a relationship with her and I am willing to lose the sale if it is not what's best for her. And when you come in with that attitude and that process, you won't ever say the wrong thing. And it doesn't mean that we're going to be perfect. And it doesn't mean that there's not value in, in, you know, having some sort of process. It means that you are going to win more times than you lose. Not because you're convincing, not because you're saying the perfect thing or the perfect script or the perfect strategy, but because people are going to trust you. And when they trust you, they will feel connected to you. And even if they don't buy from you right now, they will buy from you. It might be later. It might be when they start, you know, if you sell skincare, it might be when they start breaking out. They're going to think of you. Or when they lose their job and they need to bring some extra income in and they think about your business opportunity. Or if you're a coach and they're having struggles in their business, like they're gonna think of you. 
And you can create this trust with your social media, your email list, your interactions with your customers on your sales appointments. You can take these elements of connection and you can apply them to all the places, okay? And then this last piece of connection that I'll leave you with is be yourself. You know, you're not gonna connect with everybody, but you can't say the wrong thing to the right people. When I say be yourself, like, Don't be afraid to be imperfect. Don't be afraid to say, I'm nervous right now because, you know, I really think highly of you. Like, don't be afraid to, (laughs) like, I have a snoring dog on my lap and the whole time on this podcast, I'm like, they might be able to hear him, but I am just enjoying his cuddle so much and you guys all know me and it's all good. (laughs) But someday when this podcast has hundreds of thousands of downloads, people are gonna listen back to my first few years (laughs) and be like, She had a snoring dog on her lap a lot. Anyway, squirrel. So when we're talking about being your authentic self, like that's how people really connect to you. They don't, when we look on Instagram, I'm telling you, the people who have the perfect lives, you will never find me like watching their stuff like consistently. Usually I'll see it and scroll right past it. I like the people who are real. I like the people who are their silly selves, show up with no makeup on. I love the fashion influencers who like show their imperfections on their body. Like it's just, I don't know. I just really appreciate when people are authentic. And I think it's what our world is craving. I mean, we live in a world where there's AI and there's Photoshop and there's makeup and there's plastic surgery. And and it's like hard to know what people's lives are really like because they're only showing their highlight reel. And it's so refreshing when someone is real. And what I find is most people feel like they need to be professional and, you know, perfect and showing up like absolutely perfectly all the time. And I do think there's value in being a professional, but be a professional and be you. Like, you know, if you are having, you know, a a bad hair day, (laughs) you're going to connect with more people than when you have the perfect hairstyle, right? So just don't be afraid to be you because you're going to connect with the people that are meant for you. There's just such peace in that, right? That's how we really connect is that realness, that authenticity, and that vulnerability, right? The vulnerability to be imperfect. We think that sharing our parts of us that we are not super excited about, maybe like for me, I have a habit and it's getting better, but I have a habit of putting clean clothes on my dresser and letting it not, they, I don't put them away immediately. I'm getting a lot better with it, but it is just this small thing. It doesn't really affect my life negatively too much. Um, I'm overall a really clean person, so it's just kind of not congruent with who I am, so it sometimes bothers me. But like, sometimes, you know, people need to know that there's there's not right now, but usually there might be a, a clean load of towels in a basket sitting on my dresser. <laughs> it happens sometimes, and that's all right. It's all right. We all have homes that we live in. We all have dishes in our sink sometimes. And, um, you know, people relate to that and people connect to that. And showing that side of us, it just makes us connect more in our humanness, right? And people just want to be seen and heard and want to feel like, hey, she's like me. She's like me. And then, you know what? They're going to trust you. And then when you come and you say, hey, I got this really great product or offer that I'm offering, and I really think it would be great for you because of these reasons, you would get these benefits. That person's going to go, yeah, absolutely. I trust you. 
Of course I would say yes. And they're going to at least be willing to try it or at least be willing to hear you out. And it's not going to feel weird. You know why? Because they know you care about them. You know you have their best interest at heart and they trust you. They trust you and they feel heard and seen and connected. And that is a beautiful thing, my friends, and it will serve you in every area of your life, not just in your business, um, but your sales will skyrocket when you master the art of connection. Okay, well, next week we're going to talk about communication. If you have not booked a consult with me before, I want to invite you to connect with me because I promise you on that call, if we are a great fit, I'm going to let you know. And if we aren't, it's also okay too. You're going to leave the call with clarity on your next steps to get to your goals quicker and with more ease. All right. I'll talk to y'all soon. Have a great day.